2: Who feels sorry for the Oakland Raiders? I sure don't. And I don't feel sorry for the Steelers or the NFL. Antonio Brown beat them at their own game. Maybe you hadn't noticed that the NFL has a monopoly. And maybe you've noticed that over the years they've played one city against the other by threatening to move out of town if they weren't given a few hundred million dollars for a stadium. Antonio Brown's an idiot. Everybody knows that. He has the maturity level of a 16-year-old. But he figured out a way to get what he wants. He found a team willing to accept his BS and came out smelling like a rose, kind of like what the Rams did when they left L.A. and went to St. Louis and then went back to L.A. Seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? So does Antonio Brown. Crazy like a fox. And when we come back, we're going to talk to a national sports columnist who says that we are all, all now living in Antonio Brown's world. Stick around.
3: i got to be free.
2: Roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and, of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUSPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Stagerwald Show. WindowsRUSPittsburgh.com. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochran.
0: Highmark Stadium.
1: Peters Township Community Center.
0: Angelo's Restaurant.
1: What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full-service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. The following
4: is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management.
5: I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me.
4: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976.
5: And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found Trinity. Trinity
4: will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
5: I initially I was scared to call and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which
4: is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976.
2: You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today, but now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to stag fans everywhere. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Now you can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. There's even a great body pillow, perfect if you happen to be a side sleeper, regularly $89.99, but with promo code STAG, you can get one today for only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. It's MyPillow's way of saying thank you for all your support. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new Radio Listener Specials, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Body Pillow for only twenty nine ninety nine. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. That's 800-716-8087 or mypillow.com. Promo code STAG. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy
1: & Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy & Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself, Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts
0: a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. This is the John
2: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, maybe you've heard that Antonio Brown has been in the news a little bit lately. This is one of those sports stories that kind of transcends sports, which is the kind of sports stories we like to do on this show. So, what does Brown, uh, what does what Brown pulled off say about the NFL? What does it say about the NFL players? And how should the NFL fans feel about it? I wanted to get a non Pittsburgh neutral perspective. So I thought about Jerry Brewer, the national sports columnist for the Washington Post. Thought he'd be a good guy to have on, and he joins us now. Jerry, thanks for being here again.
3: Thanks for having me again.
2: So uh, the headline of your piece is, it's Antonio Brown's NFL now, and everyone else is just living in it. And you uh, write in the piece that it's a terrible thing to admit, but he's the most relevant player in the NFL right now. So why is he the most relevant uh, player and why is it terrible to admit it
3: <laughs> it's relevant for all the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah. and he is just dominating attention with his you know i don't want to say uh, a crazy act but but it's foolishness and it's uh you know his lack of impulse control and that's unfortunate we, we should just be celebrating the start of an NFL season but uh, he's too good of a player, and now that that he has maneuvered his way to New England, um, you know they they are the longest running dynasty in the NFL, and the combination of those two just overwhelms the news cycle.
2: He sure stole the show yesterday, didn't he? And last night. Yes, you know,
3: without even playing, and and it's uh, it just so happened that. You know, his his team to be if he ever plays a down this time uh, the New England Patriots were playing uh, the Steelers and you just felt his presence all over that game uh, unfortunately
2: now uh, I don't know if you I, I, I don't think you knew this at the time you wrote your piece but they've now given him an option uh, the Patriots have a 20 year 20 million dollar option for next year which is a team option but if he gets that, Um, which is a big if, I think. But if he gets that, that means he will have made uh, more money playing for the Patriots than he had been promised by the Raiders. So he not only escapes Oakland, but he would get more money out of it.
3: Right. And it shows you, um, I like to call it the competitive negligence of professional sports, and in the NFL in particular, Uh, when you have a generational talent, which we, we we none of us would deny but that's what Antonio Brown is. You're willing to make some concessions, bend some things, believe that your way of doing things is he'll conform to it, and you'll be able to get the best out of it. And the Patriots are looking at it like, we got six rings and Tom Brady's 42 years old. Let's try to go for number seven and number eight.
2: So so were his actions uh leading up to all this uh, to his release uh I guess it was Saturday he was actually released. Um so were his actions leading up to that more cunning or foolish? Or bo- uh, maybe a little bit of both, but which which do you think it was bit more? A little bit of both, but
3: yeah. I actually think it was uh more cunning than than foolish uh, now that I think about it more and more just because uh you know you hear about him uh consulting with uh, social media experts on uh, what he could do to, to really burn his bridge and expedite his exit from Oakland. And you just, you think about how quickly he recovered and, and signed with New England. You just, you, you gotta think at least in Antonio Brown's mind, if not, you know, with the help of the Patriots, uh, to be, a, to throw out a wild conspiracy theory that, that, uh, you know, there was something in the works. Yep. That that uh, you know, this was his grand plan uh after the Raiders um kicked him off, which is interesting because I thought the Raiders showed him nothing but patience mm-hmm. Too much uh, going through. You know, a guy's reporting and he's like, Oh, I got frostbite on my feet, I can't practice um because I went into a cryotherapy chamber barefoot. Um and then it's like, Oh, I've got this issue with this helmet and um you know, I got this grievance with the league, and uh, I felt like they were incredibly patient with him. Uh, when they decided to fine him $50,000 for just not being there for a critical preseason uh, for most of the time, I think was understandable. Um, but, you know, he just kept on pushing back and pushing back. And really, after the confrontation with uh, Oakland General Manager Mike Mayock, that should have been it. They shouldn't have allowed him the opportunity to keep playing games with them, but I think they truly felt he was remorseful when he came in and apologized. But that was just part of his game, I think. And it, it makes uh you know, he made it he made the Raiders look like fools. Mm-hmm. Um and he made John Gruden who's uh you know, whether you like John Gruden or not um, you know, he is one of one of the better people that I've come across um in the NFL, you know, over the yeah. last two decades of of uh covering the NFL off and on, and uh he really wanted to make it work with this player. Um and I felt like they did everything they could to create an environment which, in which they could succeed with him, but he just didn't want it. And it's unfortunate. You know, I think the, the Steelers enabled him for too long and um the, the, the Raiders trying to roll out the red carpet, um, they wound up kind of inadvertently enabling him and I think he feels like he's bulletproof right now, uh, especially now that he's going to the Patriots and that's a dangerous thing because there's no telling with Antonio Brown what's gonna happen next. And just because you have a good couple of weeks, a good couple of months with him doesn't mean that you're in the clear. I mean he he could he could ghost on the Patriots like he did uh the Steelers in week seventeen last year. And that's the danger of having him. Not that it you know, it, it can work out for a while, but you never feel like things are in a stable place right now with Antonio Brown. And uh that's the risk that that uh that the Patriots are Wanted
2: to take on. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because here in Pittsburgh, I've, I've, I've wondered for a long time why they put up with so much and said so and said that, you know, I'm, I'm, I go back a long time and I, I said, you know, that Chuck Knoll would have either benched him or just released him long before this. Um, mm-hmm. But sh- should there be a uh, mechanism in the NFL that, that they should be able to step into something like that and say, wait a minute, this guy's not going anywhere? um I guess le- legally there 's not much they can do though is there?
3: yeah, i mean, I think that would involve almost collusion, and i don 't think you can uh you can do that i mean i do i, I do think you know potentially you know if you wanted to they 're negotiating uh the next c b a right now with the players, you know very gradually because uh, the c b a is about a year a year and some change from expiring so um you could ask for um some kind of uh you know disciplinary list, you know, like they have the commissioner's list right now, um for guys who are you know in extreme trouble, um there could be sort of some kind of version of a commissioner's list that you could ask the players for, in which you kind of uh put some things things on hold and maybe protect teams from being um you know Irrational and fast, and what they do with a guy who um, is in trouble. But I think that would be incredibly difficult to uh, negotiate. And it really, it's just you know the the thing, John is, is just you so much in professional sports is they they try to rewrite the rules of the collective and bargaining agreement to have owners and organizations um, have protection against themselves. And, uh, their most foolish impulses when in reality, um, you should say this guy's caused so much trouble in Oakland. Uh, we shouldn't sign him in two hours. Let's take two days. And if we happen to lose out on him, guess what? We're the best team in the NFL already. Um, and, and we've got like this, the way we play and the way that Bill Belichick coaches, uh, um, makes it difficult on opponents even when we don't have elite talent. Um, so you can wait and make sure that everything is solid and you feel like it can work. The best thing that could happen, uh, for the NFL is if their best team has to learn a hard lesson from Antonio Brown. And I think that would, would, would make more teams want to pump the, pump the brakes. Um, because the Patriots are ultimately using this as, um, you know, like a market inefficiency that, that allows them to acquire this player that they otherwise wouldn't be able to get. Um, it's the same thing in a lot of ways that the Cleveland Browns did with Kareem Hunt. And mind you, you know, domestic violence accusations are a lot greater than if some player acting a fool. But um, just this notion of, um, you know, one one team's problem is going to turn into our treasure uh, is a real is a real issue, and uh, you're just waiting for a team to pay the ultimate price for that. And if it happens to be the Patriots with Antonio Brown, the next time uh, you know a talent becomes inexplicably uh, available, um, maybe a team would be willing to do its due diligence and not just look at it as an opportunity. And that's what I mean by competitive negligence.
2: Mm-hmm. We're talking to Jerry Brewer. He's a national sports columnist for the Washington Post. Um, I, Bill Belichick has made it pretty clear, at least to me, I don't know if you agree, that he's more than happy to bend the rules, if not blatantly cheat, to win. Uh, I think the uh, the Spygate uh, thing was covered up by the league. Uh, did, a re- they did a They did a really good job of covering that up. So... Uh, would you be shocked to find out that this that, that maybe Bill stuck his nose into this thing a little bit before uh, Brown was actually released? Uh, I would not
3: be surprised if the Patriots uh, had some level of tampering. And if you're the Raiders, you really need to push the league on doing an honest investigation on that. Because um, you know, while they're not going to have to pay him $30 million and you look at it and you say, well, he's been with them since March and ultimately they didn't have to pay him a dime. Um, they still had to trade an asset to get him. And this was part of their grand plan to kind of fix Derek Carr, give him a guy who can catch 110 passes and get 1300 yards and 12 touchdowns on a bad season almost. And they're figuring like that, that can help our quarterback. He's more of a um maybe even like a crutch but he's so good that if you're force feeding him the ball he's still going to be efficient anyway um so it's a smart play um they were thinking with antonio brown uh maybe that expedites this rebuilding that they're doing so um even though they're not on a hook for the money they still had to give up draft asset and and they also uh had their plan for this season ruined. I mean, there's a chance they might have been able to eke out uh, nine wins or something like that, which would have been incredible progress for them after last season. But now they're in disarray, and you just don't know exactly what kind of product they're going to put on the field and exactly what Derek Carter is going to be like without having this elite number one receiver that he had been planning on having all off season. Yeah, and so, yeah, if you're the if you're the Raiders, there's a lot lost there and you at least want to get to the bottom of uh why this guy who caused so much trouble for us goes and is able to sign with the best team in the NFL two or three hours later.
2: And may end up with more money than we were offering him. Um and, uh, you, you, Jerry, you spend, uh, time in locker rooms and you get in and out of different NFL locker rooms. What do you think, uh, um, if not publicly, privately, players are saying among themselves now? Are they rooting for, are they, is, uh, Antonio Brown their new hero because he beat the system?
3: <laughs> uh, you know, I think most players are just shaking their head at, uh, you know, <laughs> how much, uh, Uh, you know, how much just, you know, confusion and and, uh, uh, how much of a ruckus he's caused. And they're kind of looking at it like, well, I would never be willing to do anything like this. I mean, this is crazy. But um, I think there is a part of them that's like, you know, I mean, good for him for being able to get what he wants. Uh, You know, the NFL is ultimately, um, you know, one thing you really sense in being in an NFL locker room is just uh how um, you know, so many players call it kind of an unstable blessing because they know that at any minute their careers could be over, they could be cut. Um, you know, guarantee you know, these partially guaranteed contracts for a lot of players, they're non guaranteed deals. Uh so anytime anyone is able to uh almost be invincible. Um, there's some level of respect for that, but I think most guys are just like what he, what he's willing to do to dictate his situation. That's not for me. And I think they're also kind of tired of him dominating headlines when there were some really cool things that that happened in week one this season. Um,
2: uh, a part of me, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but a part of me, Jerry, uh, kind of doesn't feel sorry for the nfl because the nfl is a monopoly and the nfl has no problem with uh, uprooting a team from st louis and moving it to la and then uprooting a team from san diego and moving it to la because they figured out a way to weasel out of a, a lease or whatever they had to do to go get somebody to hand them a billion dollars for a stadium so I, I i have a little trouble feeling too sorry for the owners on this
3: yeah, me too. And then watch this new uh, CBA agreement. And, and uh, you know, they they want to create more and more revenue. And, and they're trying to force 18 games down the throats of the players because they know that uh, at least the way that bu- uh, businesses negotiated with uh, their TV partners right now, that's the easiest route uh, towards creating a significant amount of revenue. And they don't care. Uh, about, you know, what 18 games could do to the bodies of their players. Yeah, so anybody who beats the system is, uh, I mean, you you have to look at them and and, and they have defied the odds. Uh, I just wish that it didn't happen this way, (laughs) you know. I mean, if it's it's, uh, uh, Russell Wilson putting uh, a demand on the Seahawks of, you know, renegotiate my contract or by this date, um, and get in his way, you know, that's one thing. Um, if it's uh, even Ezekiel Elliott, uh, yeah. you need me more. If you really want to go to the Super Bowl, you need to, like, give me a new contract, and you come up with $90 million. That's another thing. You know, if it's Jadavion Clowney uh, telling the Texans, all right, you guys want to franchise tag me in order to trade me, guess what? I'm not going to sign my franchise tag, and I'm going to call my shot and dictate that you send me somewhere I want, yeah. which happened to be Seattle, uh, that's another thing. But if it's gonna be um painting your you hair know, blue. I, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I mean and even more than that, you know, putting on clown makeup
2: yeah.
3: um and, and, and really uh you know, because the way he acted, uh for some people who don't think about it in a nuanced way, you're thinking, Oh, that's that's players, you know, that's, yeah. that's you know, them running the asylum now. And, uh, you know, that's too negative of a light to look at a lot of thoughtful guys in this league. And that's the unfortunate part of it.
2: Well, uh, Jerry, I'm out of time. Always great to have you on. I wanted to get a uh, national, non Pittsburgh uh, perspective on it. And you did a great job for me, as I expected you would. Thanks a lot.
3: Uh, anytime. My pleasure.
2: All right. That's Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. And we'll be right back.
0: With SRN News, on am
2: Keith Peters in Washington. Nearly every state in the union, with the exception of California and Alabama, is joining in an investigation on Google. At a news conference today, Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes says Google has a nearly 90% share of Internet searches. There's nothing wrong with
0: being the dominant player if it's done fairly. That's what our investigation intends to uncover and reveal, whether Google is played by the rules and acted fairly. There's a fine line sometimes between aggressive business practices and illegal ones.
2: Today's announcement closely followed one from a separate group of states on Friday that disclosed an investigation into Facebook's market dominance. The two probes widen the antitrust scrutiny of big tech companies beyond sweeping federal and congressional investigations and enforcement action by European regulators. On Wall Street, it up by 38 points, but the NASDAQ dropped 15. This is SRN News.
4: Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
5: I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which
4: is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976.
0: Dr. Sebastian Gorka is just skimming the top of a huge scandal. Obamagate. It's not Gate. It's not Gate. It's not collusion. It is Obamagate. And we only know a fraction of it. But it already is clearly the largest political scandal in our republic's history. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The Answer. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at
1: dennisspira.com. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt and
3: Associates today. 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868.
0: Homeowners love their Pella windows and doors, and we love how happy we made Susan from Sewickley.
6: I just have to tell you, this bay
0: window is absolutely beautiful i mean it's fantastic it really is beautiful i mean beautiful can we install some happiness for you right now get 50 percent off installation or 18 months no payments no interest call for your free consultation we'll come to you 888-78-PELLA pellapittsburgh.com this is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman in traffic? We've got the answer.
1: Parkway East stacking up outbound. It's heavy boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. about pretty typical volume and looking at the pretty normal rush hour volume on the Parkway West, but no major backups. Outbound Liberty Bridge, that's slowing down a bit along with outbound 16th Boulevard, 7th Avenue off-ramp. That is closed for the next couple of years for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM
0: 1250, the answer. Weather.
5: Partly cloudy
0: skies tonight heading down to a low of 57. For tomorrow, partly sunny, warmer and more humid with a high of 87. Patchy clouds tomorrow night, a more humid night with a low of 66. And for Wednesday, very warm, humid, some sunshine, but also an afternoon shower or thunderstorm in the area with a high of 89. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Jake Soja. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The
2: Answer. Well, keeping with our uh, sports theme, you heard uh, Jerry Brewer in the last segment. I hope you did anyway. Talking about uh, Antonio Brown and what it means, and uh, just uh, it's kind of a cultural thing to me. It's just how things have changed. Um, a guy like Antonio Brown, no matter how much talent he had many years ago. Uh, would not have gotten away with what he got away with, but as I said at the very top of the show, in case you missed it, I just uh, I I don't feel sorry for the NFL. I don't feel sorry for the Steelers. I don't feel sorry for the Oakland Raiders. Um, it's funny because the media will become and I and I took some nasty shots at Antonio Brown too, but the the media, especially the li- mostly liberal sports media, who have cheerleaded the uh, use of taxpayer dollars to build stadiums, pay for stadiums for all the major uh, professional sports teams, they get all upset over someone like Antonio Brown kind of going against the system and not staying with uh, the team that drafted him or the team that he, whose uniform he's wearing at the time, like Brown did. But uh, they don't seem to get as upset about the, the Los Angeles Rams moving to St. Louis because the people in St. Louis were bamboozled by their local politicians into building a gigantic, hundred million, several hundred million dollar domed stadium for the Rams. And then when the St. Louis Rams, which used to be the Los Angeles Rams, decided that they wanted a better stadium, They moved back to L.A., uh, the city that was left vacant for how many years by the NFL? Um, I, I can't remember how many years it was. It was at least 15 years where there was no team in L.A. The Raiders were there for a while after they had moved from Oakland and then moved back to Oakland, all based on stadium issues. And then so the St. Louis Rams became the Los Angeles Rams again. And while that was happening... The San Diego Chargers, who were at one time the Los Angeles Chargers in the uh, old American Football League, they had moved to San Diego. I'm guessing, it's so far back, I don't remember, but I'm guessing that that was based on, um, it, was, it was all about a stadium issue. So the San Diego Chargers are now the Los Angeles Chargers. The St. Louis Rams, which used to be the L.A. Rams, are now back to being the Los Angeles Rams. And um, there's talk about the uh, Miami Marlins moving to Nashville after the Miami uh, taxpayers were just robbed of money to build a ballpark for that ridiculous organization that has stunk for so many years. Uh, It was all done on the sly. It was a dishonest uh, deal with the Marlins not uh, disclosing their finances. So all that stuff goes on. And... Uh, the the media, they, they don't seem to get as upset about that as they do over somebody like Antonio Brown having the nerve to buck the system and not want to go where the monopoly that he works for says he has to go. Now, I understand as a sports guy that you uh, have to... Um, You have to have that kind of a system. If you want to have a league, you can't have players just go where they want to go. Who would play in Pittsburgh or Cleveland if they could play in uh, L.A., New York, Chicago, big cities where they make bigger money? So I understand that. But the the NFL and uh, Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, NBA, they all have monopolies, and they get to do whatever they want. And the players pretty much have to go along with it. They obviously have more freedom now since they unionized and free agency came in uh, well, about forty years ago. Now, um, so it, it, hasn't been, it hasn't even been forty years in the NFL. There's been free agencies, more like thirty, maybe less. Um, but so I, it's just kind of interesting to me that that the media get much more upset about an individual player pulling off what Antonio Brown did, and then. Um, they they don't get so upset about teams doing it to hundreds of thousands or millions of people in a city when they steal money from the taxpayers to build stadiums for these teams uh, so uh, but picking up on the theme another issue here uh, this came out uh, over the weekend now Ryan Russell is a former NFL player I don't know for sure uh, if he's uh, if he's still, able to play and, and, and wants to play in the NFL. But he came out the last week and said that he was uh, bisexual. And, of course, he was celebrated on CNN on Friday. And the anchors said it was wonderful that he came out and what you would expect. But um, then on Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon, actually, Christine Brennan, who is a columnist for the USA Today and an extremely liberal one at that, uh, she was on to talk about Ryan Russell and the news that, um, that he had announced that he was bisexual, and that prompted Christine Brennan to say this.
6: Christine, how big of a deal is this? Uh, Anna, I think it's a big deal. Uh, obviously, these are slow steps. Uh, nothing seems to happen with the floodgates opening and... And maybe it should, but the National Football League is clearly known uh, as, of course, the top league in the country. In and many, in many ways, it's a reflection uh, on our culture. Whether it's Colin Kaepernick, whether it's whether it's domestic violence, whether it's head injuries, and another example here, it's a conversation that should be started. And while the nation is much much is very far ahead of the National Football League, I think these are steps in the right direction for acceptance and understanding. And you know, we know there are over basically there's seventeen hundred NFL players. Uh, logic tells us, the law of averages tells us that there are certainly more uh, gay men uh, than just Ryan. So I, I maybe we will see more over time coming out. And I think, again, it's an important first step. How do you think the NFL will handle this? Because we know Michael Sam tried to blaze this same trail five years ago, never played in an NFL regular season game after he came out. Has the climate changed since then? It sure should have changed, Anna, and if the National Football League wants to be viable and wants to retain its spot as the number one pro league in our country well into this century, it has to accept this and it has to encourage this. Because uh, those fans who are maybe in their 60s, 70s, 80s who maybe are a little bit more reluctant on this topic, well, they're not going to be around in 20 or 30 years. Your future fan base, your future season ticket holders are those 20-year-olds right now or the high school kids right now, people in their 30s who are much more accepting and understanding of people uh, coming out, people discussing these topics than their parents or their grandparents. And the future of the NFL frankly depends upon on the nfl getting this right and being welcoming understanding and mandating in those locker rooms that if someone does come out like in this case that they need to be treated properly and right uh, there need to be they need to be welcomed and we'll see if he gets signed by another team he's not playing right now but that would be a great statement if in fact he does right and, and certainly a courageous move on his part
2: well i don't know about it being courageous and all that stuff that's another issue but uh, christine um... One thing that she needs to understand is that the when people in their, she said 60s, 70s, and 80s are going to be dead in, in 30 years. That includes me. But, and I'm, you know, I guess I'm going to be dead, you know. But um, but uh, if, you, if you go back a couple of, I don't know, a couple of generations or a generation and a half, back to 40s and 50s, and um, those, and if you think, it, those, those people are not, Paying attention to games the way they used to, the NFL has a bigger issue than than worrying about whether or not gays are accepted in the locker room or anywhere else. Because uh, we talked about this several months ago, the fluid fans. We had uh, a discussion about that, and fans are different. And fans who are eighteen and twenty years old right now, uh, I don't know whether they're going to be uh, any more willing to watch games. Or unwilling to watch games based on whether or not a uh, a player is gay or whether or not a player who is gay is accepted, but they aren 't going to games the way they used to, and they don 't root for teams the way they used to. Young people uh, are more interested and this has been done this was a, a marketing study a uh, pretty extensive one that we had uh, we talked about here several months ago younger people are more likely to be interested in individual players than they are teams they don't root for teams the way they used to they're into fantasy football uh, and they um, the stadium experience involves so much more than just the game and that and they they most people the the people who are 50 60 and 70 now didn't grow up with 60 inch television screens in their living room and 50 inch television screens in the living room if you didn't go to the game your choice was or you had two choices you watched on a a uh, maybe a 30 inch television more likely a 22 or 24 inch tv and depending on how old you are how long you want to go back you watched it in black and white so the, the going to the game was a great experience because it was so much better than anything that you saw on television. First of all, you were seeing it in color and now um, uh, the kids they 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 have they can watch it on a they can watch it on a seven foot screen or bigger you can project it on a wall if you want and watch the the game and uh, see a perfectly clear picture. And in the meantime, you have your phone there and you're checking the stats of every other game. I don't have to explain to you what it is, but for anybody to think that the people who are 15, 20, or 20 and 30 right now or in their teens' 20s and 30s right now, that they're going to be the same when they get to be 40, 50, and 60 – as fans, as the 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old people are now, it's not going to be the same. And not whether or not gays are accepted will be way down on the list uh, as to whether the league is successful. They better figure out a lot of different things, one of which is um, the attendance at games. There's a story here of looking at it earlier. I just saw it a few minutes ago. I didn't pay much attention attention to it yesterday, but there's there are uh, pictures of empty stadiums. Even in Cleveland, there were lots of empty seats there at the beginning of the game and, and during the game. In uh, and, and Carolina, there's a picture here of the stadium with the game going on, and it is really empty, this, this ballpark, this stadium. And it was all over, and that's happening more and more, and uh, I think people are having a, a much tougher time selling their tickets or giving them away to NFL games uh, because as I said the experience is different so before anybody gets real hung up on whether or not um, gay players are accepted uh, slash celebrated is uh, that's just that's so far down on the list for what the NFL has to be um, concerned about in future marketing and then there's this there's mascots. Now, I came across this the other day. As long as we're going to stay on this sports theme for today, I guess, maybe all the way through. I don't know. Uh, I may get the leprosy in Washington if I have time. Um, but mascot madness. Um, Their they're mascots are in trouble all over. This story is from um, Campus Reform from uh, last week, I think. I had it here waiting to get a chance to talk about it. Uh, in case you... This is some of the... Uh, In case you hadn't heard, these are some of the nicknames or mascots that uh, are in trouble. Colonials was number one. Now, you know about uh, at at, uh, George Washington University, they've had an issue with that. They got rid of the mascot there. Uh, Colonials, by the way, uh, for the top two here, we have Stools in Pittsburgh with nicknames. Robert Morris Colonials. That's a bad one. Um, and it says here about George Washington despite the school being named after an actual colonial, students of George Washington in D.C. have launched a campaign to replace the colonial mascot with one without so, quote, deep a connection to colonization. You see, <laughs> George Washington was a colonial. He was living, li- and, and he made a, an effort to not be a colonial, I think. I think it's known as the Revolutionary War is what they had, if I'm not mistaken, to so they wouldn't be colonials anymore. And then you have the pioneers. That's a problem. Pioneers, problem. Point Park, <clears throat> you better look out. Uh, you're the pioneers. And after failed attempts to replace retired mascot Denver Boone, the University of Denver now has no official mascot. Until recently, it was the Pioneer nickname was the only remaining official unifying symbol for students. Amid controversy, the school has begun quietly removing the word Pioneer from student ID cards and other official university documents and communication, despite insisting that it still embraces the nickname. So. It embraces the nickname, but it doesn't want anybody to really, you know, know about your nickname. And so there's not going to be a mass I hate mascots, by the way. But they, they, um, I always think I, I, I don't like them, I mean, especially at pro games. College games, different story. But um, so you can't, you can't be the pioneer at Point Park. Just forget about that. You're offending somebody. Uh, that's because pioneers were involved in you know the western movement and Indians and 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 uh, and all that stuff. It's, we have to pretend that that didn't happen. And then there are also out and uh, we talked about this. We actually had somebody on the show to talk about cowboys uh, out in Wyoming. Uh, in 2018, two dozen professors banded together to demand that the University of Wyoming cease the use of its marketing campaign slogan, "The world needs more cowboys," because, as one professor put it, the world, the word "cowboy" invokes a white, macho, male, able-bodied, heterosexual U.S. born person. You can't have that. You can't have a white, macho, male, able-bodied, able-bodied heterosexual U.S. born person running around. What will people think? So that's a that's and that's where we are with uh, sports mascots. That's not even the beginning of where we are, actually. But that's just a little bit of it. We'll be right back. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to one hundred employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial 724-884
6: Regenerate me. Regenerate me.
2: Please regenerate
6: me. Why suffer with
4: joint pain? Regenerate Me Pittsburgh invites you to come and hear about a new treatment that offers more potential than stem cell therapy. Now open in Bethel Park, their certified medical professionals offer advanced biological therapies, also known as ABT. Come enjoy a weekly catered lunch or dinner event and hear how a full recovery is possible without surgery or drugs. Call 412-851-3811 412-851-3811
1: Warning Property protected by electric fence
0: Sharks sighted in water Warnings are truly handy Bridge out But you may not always get a warning when it comes to threats to your identity or the personal information on your devices. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection includes Norton Security for even more protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help detect identity threats like your personal info for sale on the dark web. And Norton Security protects up to five devices from ransomware and other online threats. Plus, if you have a problem, our agents will work to fix it. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having someone looking out for you... Warning, minefield ahead. ...will help keep you out of danger. Join now and get 10% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com and enter promo code Tittle. That's promo code Tittle for 10% off. Lifelock with Norton. More detection more protection
1: once upon a time many years ago customers would find your business with this big thick book full of phone numbers and competitors phone numbers it was a heavy (laughs) cumbersome yellowish looking thing i believe they called it a phone book you'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call hello we've come a long way now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses used to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey there.
5: What's up, bro? Hello. Aloha. Hey y'all. Hey. Hola. Hi.
1: It takes a lot of voices to create the sound of us. The Why welcomes all of them with open arms. From career readiness to safe spaces, The Why is there no matter who we are. Now, more than ever, they need your support. Support
0: your local Y today. The Y, or better us. Read by
2: members of the Y.
0: This is the John Stikerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
2: Last little note here on the the, uh, mascots and nicknames. Um, the Washington Post a few years ago did a uh, survey of Native Americans about the name Washington Redskins. And this is after they were running, most people, liberals were running around uh, and uh, liberal sports reporters wouldn't use the name. And uh, it turned out that 90 percent of the Native Americans who were surveyed said they didn't have a problem with it. So the Washington Post did a, a second survey. We talked about this a while ago. Um, I think we just talked about it a few months ago. But anyway, they did another survey and because uh, they wanted to see that first one, you know, nine out of ten, that didn't sound right. So they did a second survey and uh, nine out of ten also on there. Did it did a little differently, different methodology. Case K- still came out with nine out of ten. So, uh, you know, I, I bet if they did a survey about pioneers, you wouldn't find too many people who were offended by it. You'd find a lot of people who want to act like they're offended by it, because their virtue, uh, their virtue signaling, but I, but I had to mention this before I go because you know leprosy is not a disease that I really ever thought about catching. Uh, I thought that I, you know, in the movie Ben Hur, there's a famous scene the uh, Ben Hur's um, I think sister and mother. Uh, they contracted leprosy and they were they were shunned and put into a cave somewhere and then they were they were cured by Jesus i believe so um leprosy is just if you if you really want to uh, get sick just google leprosy and then click on images and take a look at some of the pictures but in LA there's there's a chance that leprosy might actually show up Uh, This is according to Dr. Siegel, the guy you see on Fox. It's only a matter of time before leprosy could take hold among the homeless population in an area such as Los Angeles County. He says... uh 75% of those lacking even temporary shelter or adequate hygiene and medical treatment are living out there. And all of these factors make a perfect cauldron for a contagious disease that is transmitted. So, And if you don't get uh, leprosy out there, you might get a break and you only show up with typhus, which is another medieval disease. So that's uh, what are are the Democrats who are running for president going to be asked about what's happening in L.A. and San Francisco under Democrats? I'm, I'm waiting for that. And I think it's going to be a long wait. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.